Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the market update today. Looks like the total current crypto market cap is sitting at $224 billion up over $10 billion from the same time yesterday. A lot of action going on in the market today. Looks like the bulls might be making a run for it. Bitcoin is currently up 3%. Bitcoin Cash up over 7%. Litecoin's up over 10%. Pretty much everything except for two in the top. 30 are in green with some serious gains. Uh, looks like some overall sentiment in the market is shifting. Bitcoin stabilizing, altcoins pumping. So we will see if this is going to be a long-term trend or is this just a blip and we are still in a downtrend. Only time will tell. We're all rooting for the bulls, but we'll have to see what happens as this thing plays out. So let's take a jump into the market update and see what's going on in the news today. So uh, there's a trader that's mentioned in a news article I posted on Facebook. The trader that constantly is mentioned by CNBC. Now, I've, I've talked about CNBC in the last couple of episodes because there's a quote-unquote reverse trend, reverse uh, indicator with CNBC. When typically they say something is crashing, it does the opposite. When they say it's about to go up, it does the opposite. So typically, if you want to win most trades, you just bet go against what CNBC is saying, and you will win most of your trades. It's been proven time and time again. Just yesterday, CNBC was claiming that there was a lot of that a certain trader that they quote quite often uh, sees a lot of pain coming in the market. A lot of people joke, "Okay, now it's time to go long and bet bet on Bitcoin going up." And what happened? That trader shorted Bitcoin down to fifty nine fifty, and guess what happened? The price went up. So if you listen to my episode yesterday, when you short something and the price goes up, you actually lose money. So currently it's sitting at about $6,700. So that guy's way upside down. CNBC again proves that their indicator is exactly correct if you do the opposite. All right. So some, some interesting news coming out of Washington, D.C. in the United States today. So 50 stakeholders from cryptocurrency and finance industries met with U.S. lawmakers to discuss the future of blockchain regulations in the country. Uh, many of them are saying that they criticized the Securities and Exchange Commission for defining a new asset class like cryptocurrencies after taking cues from the outcome of a 72-year-old case. Now, back in 1946, Supreme Court decision in SEC versus Howey Company basically stated that the offer of a land sale and service would qualify as investment contracts. The SEC applies the same Howey test to cryptocurrency distributions and initial coin offerings, marking many of them as securities in the eyes of the law. Now, being someone who's invested in several ICOs last year and, and done very well with some solid technology, this year, since the SEC has been heavy-handed on ICOs, just about every solid, legitimate ICO that I've looked at from a technical standpoint looked like it would be a good thing to possibly you know, participate in has been excluding the USA from being able to participate because of these strict laws. So many investors in the USA have already feeling this pain. But there's also a lot of young startups in the U.S. that are waiting to launch blockchain assets. 
They stand confused about their compliance status. Most of them want to issue tokens, cryptocurrencies that would be used to purchase or sell assets within a decentralized platform. And, you know, basically the, the group questioned whether they should be brought under the U.S. security framework at all. The threat is that many of these companies will, there will be a mass exodus and a lot of this great technology which is being built, which is being developed, is going to be excluded and leave the U.S. and be developed in other countries. U.S. definitely wants to participate in this technology. It is groundbreaking and they are, they need to change some of their rules. So interesting to follow. We'll see what happens with this. Uh, it is, it is encouraging to see that the lawmakers are meeting with the industry to find out what they need to do. They need, you know, basically light touch regulations, which has a framework in place, but will allow this technology to, to thrive and not hinder it at all. So that is what we're looking for. So next up, so consensus founder and Ethereum co-creator Joseph Lubin recently expressed his thoughts on the equal waves of fascination and skepticism concerning cryptocurrency in an article published yesterday. So he referenced a number of historical anecdotes to assert that society has always been a bit skeptical towards those who come up with new concepts of money. But he also argued cryptocurrency in many ways is a natural evolution of prior representational systems through one, though one that favors truth over state sanctioned power. Basically saying that the math code of the blockchain is the trust that, that eliminates the need for government issued power to trust something. Now, you know, he says society has always been skeptical towards new concept of money. And that is absolutely true. But if you look at history, society is, is, is skeptical of more than just new forms of money, but any new technology. You think about Thomas Edison, the Wright brothers, uh, right? Ford, when, when Ford was creating the vehicle, a lot of those people were ridiculed for what they were doing because society didn't accept it. Now we look at that and those are just things that are, that are commonly accepted and are industries that have thrived. You look as recent as 30 years ago when the internet was just starting to be birthed and starting to come about, there's many news articles and magazines that were talking about it just being a fad. They didn't see any long-term use, long-term uh, viability out of the internet. And where has that got us today, right? Look where we are now. So definitely he's right on point when he talks about this. He said he also touched on the power of virtual currency and blockchain to give displaced persons or refugees the ability to maintain an identity since they could use the technology to store and present documents in other countries for practices relating to economic livelihood, like securing a loan. Now I mentioned this in a past episode within the last couple of episodes, how cryptocurrency, one of the biggest impacts it will have is allowing the over 2 billion people in the world that are currently unbanked that do not have access to bank accounts to be able to participate in an economy. And that will be a game changer. When you think about it, many of these third world countries, they don't have banks or, or the government issued currencies are just absolutely inflated to the moon. They're not worth anything. And you've got, but you also have great infrastructures in those countries of cell phone towers since cell phone technology has gotten cheaper and cheaper. So this is something that could create, solve one of the biggest world problems with many of the unbanked in the world. So also according to Lubin network, open platforms will eventually serve as a foundation for collective common good relationships Overall, replacing an adversarial system comprised of corporations and customers. Think about it. Many people have a lot of distrust with companies today, whether it's the companies you're getting your weed killer from, your food from. There's a lot of questions about where is that food sourced from, what kind of techniques are used, where it's sourced, and all these things that creates a lot of distrust. Blockchain technology allowing us to track and be able to trace every single thing 
will lead to much better trust in the marketplace as well. Not only that, just think about Walmart. So Walmart demanding that all of its leafy green produce companies that they buy from use the blockchain by next year to track IBM's program to track where they came from. Now imagine that if there's an outbreak of say salmonella on a particular vegetable, right? They're able to track where that shipment came from and with the blockchain be able to tell every single everywhere that that product went to able to eliminate just the ones that came from that tainted source and, and avoid the current protocol where they eliminate and throw away everything without being able to figure out where something came from. All right. So next up Veeam V E E M is a new cross border payment platform that uses Bitcoin to move funds among businesses without the needs of banks. They have raised over $25 million in a, in a, in a funding round led by Goldman Sachs. Now also, they also have investors such as GV, which is previously known as Google Ventures. So Google's hopping in the game. Kleiner Perkins, Pantera Capital. Pantera Capital is very bullish when it comes to cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Silicon Valley Bank and Trend Forward Capital. So more infrastructure being put in in this bear market. As I mentioned before, this is really gonna, gonna take off whenever, as it's all this infrastructure is put in place and you see things really start to take off as as cryptocurrency moves into the next bull run, bull market, which we hope to see very soon. All right, let's jump into crypto education real quick. One topic for you today, I've talked about it several times in past episodes, but it's, it's so prevalent on social media today that I really wanted to bring it up. It's called crypto scams. So, and I'm gonna start by quoting Anthony Hinks, and he's quoted as saying, a scam is only a scam when it's discovered by the gullible that were taken in by the lure of making easy money in the first place. Now that's what's happening. Many of these scammers on social media, they're, they're using these, these fraudulent companies are in many cases, they're reaching out in messenger or our instant message on Instagram and offering to trade for you, mine for you offering these ridiculous double your Bitcoin in 24 hours type deal, or I'll give you a hundred percent return in one week for trading your money and those types of things are not sustainable. So I'm going to go over a few things to look for, start with the companies and then I'll go over some of the protocols that some of the scammers are using on social media, which I also made a post today on the Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto. They gave, I gave some screenshots of some of the conversations. I had a little time yesterday and I was playing around with a couple of the scammers that were reaching out um, just kind of trying to see what I, information I can get for them to use some real world examples just to show you what kind of information they're using trying to scam people. But as mentioned in that, in that quote, you know, it's the gullible that are taken in by the lure of making easy money in the first place. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So, and, and many times it's not necessarily easy money, just the cost of it, but easy as far as you don't have to do a lot of research. You don't have to learn any skills. You can just give someone else your money and they will make you rich. And that is not how things work. That's how scams happen. So some companies that are out there that, may even appear to be legit, even having corporate sponsored events, people attending, uh, eventually crumbled as their business model wasn't sustainable. Two of the most famous known ones were BitConnect and USI Tech. Um, so my hope is to show you what to be aware of to avoid programs that sound too good to be true. And then also in some cases, these programs are being pushed by people you don't even know. Now you may have a friend come to you and maybe they believe this company is legit. So I'm gonna tell you some few things to look for to identify that, you know, whether or not a company is legit. So um, first order of business, any company that guarantees a set percent or dollar amount of return is the biggest red flag. Even mining, you know, whether it's Bitcoin mining or other cryptocurrency mining, you can't guarantee 
any amount as it varies daily. And I've been in mining since December and I can tell you I've seen extreme variances of payouts. It just really depends on a whole lot of factors that aren't controlled or regulated. And definitely it's not something that you double your money in a day or two. Mining typically double will double your money over time. You know, if you're lucky six to eight months, but a lot of times longer, year, year and a half. So that's a costly lesson for many people. Uh, you know, some will claim to earn your money by trading, some by mining, and some such as infamous, Bit, infamous BitConnect had you lend them Bitcoin, which they then paid you back in their own token. BitConnect token was then pumped up. It was trading for around $400 at its peak. And when the platform collapsed, it fell from around the $300 range all the way down to $20. And just recently, now this was at the beginning of the year, but just recently they have completely been removed from all exchanges. So that is a dead token dead coin because it wasn't a legitimate program. It collapsed as a Ponzi scheme. So any kind of guarantee of return should, should be, you know, should start putting up your caution sensors, avoid any companies where you don't have control of your money, right? A lot of these companies want you to, or even these people that you'll talk to on social media, they want you to send the money to them, let them manage your account. They even send you a link where you can create your account and just give them the information to log in. Well, a lot of times the, the account you're setting up itself is fraudulent. So whether or not they have access or not, they're getting your money and then you won't hear back from them. So if you have to invest your money, wait for freaking payouts before recouping your initial investment, I'd recommend you proceed with caution. Now, there's very few mining companies out there that are legitimate, but every one of those typically pays out in, in a periodic, you know, a lot more regular, typically every day. You know, crypto mining earnings can be gained every day. So just look at that. If you're not getting paid back every day, that's something where they can prolong it. They eventually keep your money, especially if the system collapses. Just because you get paid back from, from one of these scams doesn't mean that it's legit. It just means you got lucky, right? I've gotten lucky in one of them as well. But at the same time, a lot of people got hurt. So if you, if typically what they're doing, they're paying you back with new money coming in. And eventually when that system collapses, somebody else is getting hurt. So proceed with caution. Never ever invest with someone you meet on Messenger, Instagram, they're everywhere. So this is what I was talking about. Uh, just yesterday alone, I had five different conversations going on with different people telling me they were Forex traders, cryptocurrency traders, binary traders. One lady told me she was trading with her S9 ant miner. Now, the funny thing about that is a S9 ant miner is a mining machine. It is not something you trade with. She said the S9 ant miner was protecting her investment, protecting her trades. And it's just ridiculous. But what they're preying on is people that don't know enough. So the best thing you can do is what you're doing now. Listen to these podcasts, finding people on YouTube to follow, finding books to read, like the one I've got on Amazon right now, and educating yourself on what to look out for, what the industry does, and how to up your skills to where you don't fall for these scams. Now, also, a lot of them, if you look at these accounts, they were created very re recently. So when I get a Facebook request from someone, I look at when their account was created. Typically, you see they were created last month, two months ago. I mean, let's come on. If they're in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and they're reaching out to you and they just created a Facebook account and they're a cryptocurrency expert, don't believe it at all, at all. So when were they created? A lot of them. So on Instagram, you can also go back to their first post, right? See when their first post was. You may have someone that like one example I gave, the guy had 40 posts, but they'd all been done within the last week. So this is a brand new account. First message I get saying, hey, what do you know about Bitcoin? I'm looking to, you know, won't you invest with me? And it's just, they'll use random industry terms just to make the new person think they know what they're talking about. But in a lot of terms, a lot of times, 
They really don't. So if you, if you don't know what's going on, you can fall for some of their schemes. But once you educate yourself, it's actually, it sounds pretty ridiculous uh, when you hear some of them talk about what they can do. So just be aware of what's out there. There's a lot of, lot of scams out there. There's a lot of legitimate companies, a lot of legitimate ICOs. A lot, there's several different legitimate mining companies I know that are out there. And some of the best uh, thing I've seen as far as from a trading aspect is not a company where you send your money and they trade it for you, but there's a company out there that actually you pay a monthly fee and they have an education platform where you learn. They also have a lot of calculators built in to help you with your trading. And that way you are trading your own money. You are in control and that's what you want to do. If you, if you want to do more than just invest and hold, you want to learn how to day trade or in at least some cases just trade with the trend, then get into one of those programs and that way you can learn and you control your own money. You are in control. All right. So that's it for our episode today. As mentioned in the past, all these episodes, all these news articles we talk about in the episode can be found on our Facebook page from no crypto to no crypto. And also uh, if you haven't already give the page a like, click like on it. Also click the follow button. It'll give you the option to select see first. When you do that, it makes sure that you always see our updates. You never miss an update from us. Never miss a news article. Never miss a podcast episode. Keeps you up to date. We'll keep you up to date with the important information you need to know what's going on in the cryptocurrency space. So that's it, everybody. Thank you for listening in and we'll see you on the next episode.